knife is placed in the ground, and the battle of the warriors begins. Did you turn off your mic? No, I think I turned it on. All right. Make sure it was yeah. on. Well, it, it's going. <laughs> it's going. And we're going. This is a welcome to the Silver Motion Podcast. And my name is Will. And my name is Steven. It's another episode. We skipped yep. a week, but here we are. Um, what are we doing? We're doing a 1987 movie. Well, I thought it was six, but it, no. 1986, it was done and it was released theatrically in Italy. Mm, okay. In the U.S., it was released direct to video by Wizard Video in 1987. Okay. Um, and it's called Robot Holocaust. And Wizard Video is a offshoot company of Charles Band, who at the time was running Empire International and would later start Full Moon. Okay. But uh, during the the Empire days, he had Wizard Video, and it might have run into Full Moon days too, but anyway, they were the the direct-to-video sort of. Okay. The shit that wasn't good enough to have theatrical distribution in the U.S. He had his own little direct-to-video uh, label at the beginning of the video era. All right. So, Robot Holocaust. Yeah. Is was... this a movie that you were drawn to? <laughs> For some reason or another. For some reason or another. And mm. it's a movie that uh, you had not seen or heard about, probably. Right, right. Although, I, this movie, kind of the the... The claim to fame of this movie is that it was featured in Mystery Science Theater 3000 during the first season. Oh, okay. And it was like the first newer color movie that they had done. Previously, yeah. they had just done like 50s monster yeah, movies or whatever. Have, yeah, I must have missed that. I've seen a chunk of the first season, but not a lot of it. Okay, well, and this is one of them. Yeah, the the first season uh, was for some reason a harder one to find for me when I was watching that. Series. Oh, okay. It it wasn't. It it seems like the first season they didn't rerun as much. I think. Uh, um, I'm not sure why, or maybe it was just me missing it or not. Yeah, yeah. It, but it was always weird because they had a different uh, cast. That they had a different. There was one of the characters that changed after oh, the first okay. season, so it's always weird going back to those and seeing that guy and just being like, "Oh wow, okay, this is a <laughs> it's first just a season." Guy. Yeah, like because he wasn't around very long, so it was yeah, it, it was always kind of a, a, a surprise seeing him like starting up and being like, "Oh, oh, it's this guy, oh. <laughs> super old episode." Well, and then that that uh, was the only way you could really watch this movie. Mm. Uh, unless you had a, a VHS until this Blu-ray just came out <laughs> last few wow. months. I don't know, a few months ago. And okay, it never, so it never like... had a legitimate uh, DVD release in the U.S. And so it's kind of, this is the first 
released since VHS. Okay. Wow. So it's kind of a big deal if if you're yeah. into... So uh, timelier than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. I reviewed it for the, the Full Moon series a number of years ago. Okay. Um, that's when I first saw it. Mm. That wasn't this uh, Blu-ray release? No, it was not. This Blu-ray just came out a few months ago, so... Okay. But I, I was a fan when I saw it back then, yeah. so I had to had to get the Blu-ray because I I enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it's, uh, I I gotta say I had a lot of fun with it. You did, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, was, it was very enjoyable in its goofiness. And okay, well that bodes well. Yeah, I I have to say it was. I think the movie is structured well. Yeah. In in, in terms of like the arc of what they're they're going for okay and how and you know obviously super low budget yes. you don't have high quality acting you don't have no <laughs> or any of this but you do not <laughs> but i think just structurally it's not sitting there wasting your time no it moves fairly well like it's yeah. not just like padding out scenes just to fill a run time it's no not, it, it really doesn't it's, it's not meandering away and just wandering off it like it's got a story it's telling and it's telling that story yeah and it kind of keeps it focused on the more interesting aspects of it and yeah and you move from one thing to the next pretty quickly they're not like right there's not like you know, like a fucking camping scene <laughs> that's ten minutes, or they're just sitting by a fire or whatever. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> there's nothing that's just dragging, and like they're always going somewhere new, doing something new. Yeah, something ridiculous is happening. Right. And yeah, because there's not always something new. Because like whenever they show the villains, they're usually standing by some kind of <laughs> true. Yeah, they're, they've got like this panel or yeah, some control they panel. They like to hang out by, but yes, which I enjoy. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, but I mean, even those scenes are just like you're just checking in with the villains, and they got their plans. Yeah. And, well, that's the thing. Like. Nothing new is necessarily happening in those scenes, but always something weird or fun. Yeah, they're, <laughs> like, they're comes like, out of those. Yeah, they're they're always describing something. Yeah, know, or like they're they're ratcheting up your anticipation for something. Like, oh, we're gonna like send out this against the heroes, right. and you're like, oh, what is this thing gonna do? What, yeah. how are they gonna overcome it? And yeah, and whether or not it the 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 thing actually lives up to whatever they <laughs> right. build up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, I certainly enjoy the movie quite a bit. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's, it's it's Honestly, it's got a lot of good costumes for, like, the, you know, it the does. robot dudes. Yeah. They're, they're really well-designed for just these yeah. crazy alien what-the-hell things. Yeah, they're interesting. They're kind of unique. Yeah. Like, the even the, like the main... It's the free bot. <laughs> it's a fucking. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Clayton. I don't even know. His name is Clayton. I I remember that because the there's a robot in Red Dwarf that that joins I think in the second season called Crichton. Oh. <laughs> and I was gonna look up what the year was on on that, and I was wondering if they kind of are trying to play on his name with this. But he's kind of, um, he, he kind of is a three, what the fuck is that guy? C-3PO? Is that right? That sounds yeah. wrong. 
C-3PO. 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 Yeah. C-3PO. Human cyborg relations. Yes, yes. Okay. So he's kind of like that, kind of? He kind of has that vibe. Yeah. They they seem to be going for that like, yeah. kind of a character. But he's also like, I don't know. He He's bumbling in a, in a different way. Right. <laughs> than 3PO. So he seems kind of unique and weird. Yeah. I don't know. I like yeah, him. Yeah, he's... <laughs> like I could see, like they were kind of going for a C three PO thing, but at the same time, it's like it's not really what he is. He's like kind of his own thing too. So right, it doesn't yeah. feel like so much of a knockoff that you're just like, oh, here's the C three PO. Right, right. He does have his own thing, and then like that main villain robot. Yeah, like, the, I can't remember his name. Like a Torque or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, Torque. The red one with all yes, the, like the freaking those, spiky tendrils yeah, on like, his face. What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Like, what's the purpose of that? I don't know, but it looks kind of weird. I don't know if it looks cool, but it's definitely uh, interesting. Yeah, it's... it's and even, the, like, the generic sentry bots that... Yeah, those guys are cool, too. Yeah, I, I especially love the the one where he just, like, pulls out, like, a couple... Of, not even swords, or, like, panels on his arms. He just starts windmilling yes. around the room. Just like, that shit is great. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's your... You're just gonna spin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And those, uh, the other ones, they have like a mace sort of thing, but I don't know if you could, if you saw it. Yeah, there was one with like a he, ball and chain that he was like yeah, rolling around. Yeah, ball and, and chain, but he's not holding a, like a stick with the connected to it. The chain is coming out of his fingers. Oh, is it? <laughs> like it's connected to that. his fingers yeah. and he's just like spinning his fucking hand, open hand around. <laughs> It's so weird. I love it. Yeah, it's just, like the whole world this is in is just weird and yeah. like especially for like considering they obviously just went out on location and shot some shit on a beach somewhere and yeah, they some, sh- found yeah. some rundown buildings to right. and it's like but it sets up this atmosphere of a kind of a wasteland kind of yeah, not really it, a wasteland but like destroyed civilization. It where, works. Yeah. Because, like, there's those shots of them towards the beginning when they, like, head out into the wasteland and they're walking around and it's, like, some dirt road. But in the background, you still see, like, the World Trade Center and and all those New York skyline buildings. And it just kind of adds to it because you're like, oh, that shit is still there. But, you know. It's like it's all run. Like, it it, it makes you feel like it's there, but this is a rundown, wrecked version. Right, right. And there's a hilarious moment where they just walk out into Central Park. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, this is a sign. Central a Park. Sign. Just wandering around, like, dressed like barbarians. <laughs> right. I imagine that, too. Like, like, because uh, you can't, like, close down Central Park, especially when you're such a low-budget thing. Right. So I just imagine just random people walking around, like, <laughs> Who the fuck are all these barbarian dudes? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Right. Yeah, and all the wherever the heck they were in the like the villain layers where it's all pipes and yeah, those like fucking it's probably like a water treatment center. Or <laughs> yeah, some, just some weird down in the basement boiler rooms or whatever right. the fuck. There's actually I've seen a number that the director Tim Kincaid. Um, I've seen a bunch of his well not a bunch but he only made like four or five movies but i've seen almost all of them and 
he likes <laughs> it's like he he had the line on <laughs> on this fucking weird dank full of pipes location <laughs> and so it's in a lot of his movies <laughs> so yeah it's a it's a it's a welcome occurrence when i see it. i was like oh yeah fuck yeah uh, <laughs> i enjoy the the weirdness of that yeah but yeah it's like it's everything is like it's it's a different thing all the time when you're yeah whatever they're encountering it's like it's a different thing each time like and they have a cool like fantasy name for it too usually. yeah yeah <laughs> you know, they they run out and it's like oh there's these mutants chasing him around or there's this weird amazon tribe that yeah yeah got this mute guy they've cut the tongue out of right <laughs> it's right like, <laughs> I was like, oh, now there's these weird sewer worms, and now there's. This... I fucking love those worms. That's like my favorite <laughs> yeah, they, shit. They were actually really like, I was just legit impressed by that when they're just like chopping them up. Yeah. I was like, oh shit! Like, it's like slight. He puts that one in the headlock. Yeah, he just <laughs> That's like his favorite throat. part. Puts him in the headlock and then slices his throat off. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, there's like there's like one scene where he just like swings the sword and just like hacks it open. It's yeah, like, it's just like awesome. It just a lot of that was just some actually looked really cool and yeah, and it's it's done very cheaply, so it's it's impressive. Yeah, for for just being this obviously it's such a low budget cheap movie and it kind of pulls its weight when it uh yeah and and where it really counts so yeah because like they're not spending money on a name actor or anything like right none of these people are are people that you would know and so all of the money literally just goes into weird monster costumes and yeah, like and, makeup effects and stuff and as it should i would say yeah <laughs> like, yeah for like, sure. i think if they tried to find some name recognition and blown their budget on that we wouldn't have no that would be yeah you'd have one monster that they'd have to fight over and over because it's the only freaking thing they've got and like and i think that's what makes this more enjoyable is like every time they go somewhere new there's something new for them to (laughs) yeah deal with they go to fight that like I forget what they call it, like the Beast of the Web or something. Yeah, shit. it's just it's just like this one little arm that reaches out. It's one hairy spider arm or leg or whatever. And so I just imagine it's not an actual spider. It's just a thing with one leg. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the whole monster. Uh, I love all the names, though. It's it's cool. Yeah, Beast of the Web. Was it Beast of the Web? Something I don't like know. That, yeah. Something of the something of the web. <laughs> and there was like the the crucified people. They yeah, find was like They're the upside down upside crucified down. dude. Yeah, all the those were the uh, the winners of the the competition that you see, like the yeah. wrestling thing at the beginning. The air slaves. It's <laughs> <laughs> the air slaves. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. The fucking. Uh, we'll take you to the room of questions. <laughs> <laughs> that German lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you will not last long in the room of questions. <laughs> she was fun. Yeah. I love it. Valeria. Yeah. So I think... Uh, I think it's it's interesting and it's unique the uh the combination of fantasy and 
sci-fi. Yeah, it's kind of... Especially in the movies. You don't see that a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like... Almost kind of the opposite of what Star Wars does, where... Everything That's true. is high yeah, tech, yeah. but they're running around with high tech swords, and, yeah, and, like, yeah, and yeah. then it's kind of this is more like the opposite, where everything around them is like high tech, like they've got this low tech stuff. That yeah, they got kinda, actual swords. Yeah, but yet the the world is they got robots and right. Dark ones and shit. <laughs> yeah, the dark like that's another thing. Like what I mean about like the the pacing. And the structuring of it being is like they build up this dark one and you never see him. And then there's right. like halfway through or something, she's like, Oh, well, we're just gonna have to show you the dark one. And he's like, Oh crap. And it's just yeah, like, yeah. It, but you never see him until the end. Right. And so it's like, it's, it is this build to this big evil dude who's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, like... that end thing is pretty cool for sure. <laughs> That's it, like they they absorb that that girl's dad into the fucking alien yeah, egg and, cocoon and, thing. Yeah, and, and like you don't see it, so you're just like, what is this thing? He's absorbed into it. How is that gonna like? What yeah. is going on here? And like that's what I mean. Like it it builds up on itself. Yeah. Did you see in that wide shot though of that egg? There's like all this shit above him. Yeah. There's like it's like it's this, like this weird goo or like yeah. cocoon shit dangling from the ceiling. Right. Like it, it's like fucking. Like, there's some thing at the top of the ceiling, and then there's, like, some intestines that connect to the egg part with right. the dude inside. And there's some kind of, like, fleshy something going yeah. down the walls. Yeah, and... but I like that you can't really see exactly what it is. It's just, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's the fucking dark one. It's, it's the dark one, yeah. I like it, yeah. Yeah, and you, you never really know exactly, like, wh what is he? Like, you, at first you think, oh, he's just some robot dude. Yeah, you think he's just going to be some dude, like, you know, maybe Darth Vader or whatever. Yeah, just some I just kind of figured it would just be, like, a computer. Like, here's the AI that went rogue. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. You know, the beginning starts off like, oh, the robots rebelled. And, just, and so I was like, oh, he's probably just this robot dude, and all his servants are robots. So it's like, okay, he's, he's the robot dude. Yeah. Probably led the rebellion or something in the past. And it's like, oh, shit, it's this weird alien thing. <laughs> Yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, who? I love it. It doesn't make any sense, but it's so cool. I, yeah, you know, I, I kind of like that it doesn't make any sense because it's like this whole world has just been obliterated and like nothing of that past really functions anymore. Like yeah. it's all just ruined, rundown crap. And uh -huh. like, even the robots have been destroyed by this war. They didn't win it. They just. They're as yeah. screwed up as the humans. Right, that's true. And so this weird blob thing yeah. <laughs> can, can take over. and Rose out of the fucking ooze to take over. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you like the, at the beginning, I, I love the narration in this movie. Narration is a is a crutch, but right. <laughs> it's super fun in this movie. Yeah, it's like, I, I kind of enjoyed it. It kind of just added this air of like legendary nature to it. Like it's, <laughs> Like it's something, some some story somebody's telling around the campfire of how their yeah. hero ancestor freed them from the robot <laughs> right. slavery to the this but dark I, one. But. I love how the guy says shit though, like especially the beginning where they're like, <laughs> they were not prepared 
for the robot holocaust. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking funny. Yeah, just the way he like pauses for the title. Yeah. And there's like that part where where the the guy and the the leader of the Amazons like has a fight and <laughs> the narrator is like a knife is placed in the ground <laughs> and the battle begun or some shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, it was just, I don't know, I just kind of gave it this goofy historical, like you're sitting around the campfire listening to Grandpa tell his stories of how we yeah. uh, how we escaped from being air slaves. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking air slaves. It sounds like a shitty, like, 80s hair metal band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I'm go- I, I gotta admit, I was kind of... I mean, I guess I'm always admitting that I'm scared that you're not going to like it. But with this one particularly, I was just like, ooh, fuck, I don't know, this might be too low budget and weird. Um, When I watched it, I was like, oh, no, this is this is solid, (laughs) you know, but I hadn't seen it in a long time. But anyway, I the I, I don't know if it's the next movie that this guy made, but. He he also made the movie that I fucking love, Mutant Hunt. Mm. And, like, I've thought, like, oh, we got to watch Mutant Hunt. I love it. And then I always think, like, fuck, I don't know. Like, is it as good as I remember? <laughs> and so watching this one, it was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you like it. Yeah. It's a, it bodes well for uh, it was, Mutant Hunt. It was Hunt. fun. I, I mean, it's not this high it's not like this super high quality thing but it's not no it's not (laughs) it's not trying to do that it's playing to its own strengths it's yeah it's working with what it's got and doing the best it can with it and yeah and that reminds me on when we talked about kabuki man Mm. i mentioned that the main guy who plays kabuki man is in mutant hunt but what i didn't remember or know whatever he's also in this movie mm. he plays torque oh okay <laughs> he's the guy in the fucking robot suit that's the... well i wonder why i didn't recognize him yeah <laughs> old uh what's his name rick rick giannassi i think is his name and he's uh he's in the suit all right playing torque <laughs> So he, he must have been friends or something with, with Tim Kincaid, the yeah. director and writer. So, yeah. It's the fucking robot holocaust. Yeah. I'm surprised that it came out, honestly, like a Blu-ray. When they, when they announced it, I was just like, oh, fuck yeah. I didn't think that would, you know, come out the vaults. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's kind of surprising. <laughs> it it did, does make me want to, like, go back and, and see the MSD3K episode. And, uh, yeah. See if I can find that. I'm sure the internet has it. The internet does have it. It's on DVD and it's also on uh, Amazon. Amazon, whatever you know, you can rent it or yeah, whatever. Okay. One yeah. of those things. Because Shout Factory owns, or at least licenses all those okay. MST3K, and they have their like their presence on digital platforms is pretty solid. Yeah. So like iTunes and Amazon and all that for for that. I know specifically that it's on there because I just looked it up (laughs) because I put links to it on the 
the post for the show right. on the website, so I okay. I just looked it up, so I know it's there. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that doesn't surprise me too much that it would uh, be around. Yeah, you know, it's a uh, something that was at the end of practically every episode of MST3K. I think at the end of the credits, it would just pop up this message of keep circulating the tapes oh okay so they were even back at the time they were all about you know just yeah record it show your friends yeah take it around the the country with you (laughs) and they they kind of knew their their fan base was one of uh recording it and yeah handing it off to your buddy and say look at this cool thing and (laughs) nerds trading tapes and shit. yeah yeah so that that was always a part of mst3k was the that's cool they they embraced it yeah they embrace it that's like one of my favorite bands fish what it's always been super uh uh okay with super okay that's (laughs) wow (laughs) what a fucking vocabulary (laughs) they've always been super okay with uh tape trading and things like you know like they allow people to come in with their rigs and shit Mm. even to this day i believe like they sell all those shows now but you can still tape the show if you want and i know that people prefer audience recordings for some reason (laughs) i don't know i i you know i'm always on board with a good soundboard properly mixed (laughs) recording but (laughs) Hey, if you want to hear the bass go <laughs> on an audience recording, feel free. Uh, it's probably better recording now than than the shit I was listening to back in the day. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So this is uh, this is a little piece of full moon. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know that it's it's not really representative of full moon because it's uh, it's one of those things that like full moon has the things that they produce. This is gonna sound like trauma, but like they have the Charles Band movies, and then they also were like buying or sub producing like movies like this, where Charles Band mm-hmm. probably gave some of the money to produce this movie. But, like, okay. his name isn't specifically on it. He's not. Right. Like, one of the things with Full Moon or Empire movies is that Charles Band pretty much came up with the story, or at least is credited with the story, for, like, literally almost every movie. <laughs> um, the, the Stan Lee of his yeah, own yeah, Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. So this movie doesn't really have that flavor, that weird sort of Full mm. Moon flavor, but same kind of budget level i guess all right <laughs> i don't know it's hard to say because the the empire movies that that were coming out at this time like mid late 80s were much higher budgeted than this mm. because they were like uh being distributed by paramount and wow. like they were probably like one to three or four million dollar movies back in the day, which is low budget, but you know, 
it's still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can do something with that much money. Yeah, like 86, I think Aliens costs like 10 or 15 million dollars, something like that. Mm. Yeah. So and so like that's top of the line fucking yeah. dope and then, you know, you got Empire putting out a movie for 1 million dollars or 2 million dollars or something like that. So it's considerably less, but so, this movie is yeah. probably in the easily in the thousands <laughs> yeah you know this was just some filming licenses for some locations and some costume design and yeah and the film yeah maybe a few uh, little laser effects here and there there's a little bit of opticals yeah there's yeah. some some 80s lightning yeah just a little bit though there's a little bit of that and then a couple of gunfires you know, yeah but not a whole lot not of a effects. whole lot no there is that uh "Quote unquote gorgeous matte painting of right. the, the outside of the power station that <laughs> when they kinda, walk up. That was kind of just interesting <laughs> to look at it and just be like, oh, where does the uh, the matte painting end and the real footage? Like just seeing the the seams on that. I get trying to. Yeah, I think it's pretty. You can see the seams on that. Yeah, like." Because it's not, they didn't spend like a lot of time or money on it. Right. It's just like, it works. It works for the illusion. If I was a kid, I might not know the difference. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You seem uh, it like was, you it, would know the difference. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe as a little kid, I don't know. But like it was pretty obvious like, oh, that building, it, these pipes and weird things yeah. are, are painted but it was just like where the specific line between that and the real buildings yeah and stuff for sure in the background of that shot was it's like i think of in 89 tim burton batman mm. do you remember the part one of my favorite parts when i was a kid where he parks the batmobile and he goes shields <laughs> and they'll fucking you know all the yeah, shields yeah, yeah. come on well like I don't know about the whole car, but specifically when they show the shot of the wheels and the fucking, the shields on the wheels, like, it's like a circular sort of thing that goes, that is like hand-drawn animation. And when I watch the movie now, it's clear, it's obvious, like, that's animation. As a kid, I thought it was real shields (laughs) going onto a real tire. I had no idea. Yeah, I had, you know, I had never even thought of that special effect and how that was working. Yeah. Like, it just never even crossed my mind to think how that was done. Yeah. And so the, so y- also last time I saw that was on VHS. So oh, maybe, so a long time ago. Yeah, so I think it was in the DVD or it's just we had the VHS of it. And we, yeah. And so it was, I was like, oh, I should watch this again and pulled out the VHS. But we're also talking, like, in terms of video quality definitely not super high detail yeah, this so, is true. so the seams are going to be a little more hidden just because of the resolution and that's the, true being standard def and all but yeah but yeah that was it was something that even even then i, I just wasn't even thinking about it like yeah it's, it's a movie it does stuff sure <laughs> right well yeah yeah i think about it all the time so yeah it's, it's just, just interesting to see that so my point was, is like, that they got a lot of budget. Those right. effects are pretty fucking seamless. Whereas 
yeah, robot is, holocaust. Uh, <laughs> not it's, quite so much. Yeah. yeah. I still don't know about Kid Me, but I don't know. Yeah. I think it's it works for what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean I think as a kid I would have known that was some kind of effect. Yeah. I wouldn't have really like thought about it. Yeah. But it would have been like clearly that's not a real building back there but <laughs> yeah it reminds me of um a shot that's in either the first or the second or maybe both class of nukem high movies where they show they show like the fucking the high school where the movie is set and then like behind them there's a matte painting of these fucking like nuclear reactor towers <laughs> like in simpsons with those fucking things i don't know how to describe them and like those things are in the the background and it's fairly obvious that it's fake but it's a similar sort of effect but better done than than this movie i think Mm. we'll have to watch those i love those fucking movies (laughs) oh there's some fun uh severed head that was yeah that's fun flying through the air fuck yeah you like saw it again like it, it was clearly like the same head like on the the crucified guy the same head down. oh wow <laughs> I, was like, I was like i think that's the same head <laughs> i never noticed it in, there was some in point the in there maybe it was yeah. like there, there was some point in there where i was like i think that's the same head that went rolling across the ground in that other scene <laughs> it is the same head because i watched did you watch the interview on the on the DVD? yeah actually i actually did i found enough time for that usually i don't have enough time to check out the bonus features yeah i enjoyed that interview quite a bit yeah she mentions how it was like the same fucking head yeah i you know i didn't even um i didn't think i was gonna watch it i just like kind of turned on like how long is this i'm like oh it's like 20 minutes 15 minutes something like that i was like oh man it's gonna take but then i was just like it was just interesting so i just kept watching it because she was saying some just interesting stuff about the production and how it yeah worked out and it's a nice like little window into low budget filmmaking yeah yeah it was because yeah i thought it was just going to be like just random fluff or whatever but she's right. talking about like the things that actually happened in there and it was yeah like, oh, wow, that's actually really cool <laughs> yeah a lot of times interviews with like small actors or like not famous actors you know they they're very forthcoming with <laughs> weird details of <laughs> Of low-budget filmmaking stories and stuff, and so those they're generally fun to watch because they they spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that story where she's talking about the when the fucking people are all walking down into yeah, the subway because yeah. <laughs> it's seamless. Yeah, in the d- movie, I, I never would have known that. Oh my god! Like even because they're showing little clips of it in the interview, and it's like you. St- I was like, it still looks like, good. I, like even after her just explaining that, I'm like, it's still like it looks like they're walking down some stairs. Yeah. So basically, it's a thing where it, it looks like a subway entrance, and they go down the stairs, but there's no stairs. They just had to like do Crouch. the, yeah. the <laughs> fake fucking going downstairs behind the couch thing, and then they just laid on the ground like while the other people did it. And it looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, I, I never would have guessed that. No. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like, there's... When they were showing the, the in the interview, I was like, oh, that that one guy kind of ducks down. You can kind of see him. He like, does, but it, yeah. in the moment, like, 
if you don't know that, it looks like he's just ducking so he doesn't hit his head on a beam or something. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't even look like unnatural in that right. in that sense. Like you could just say, oh, he's gonna he just doesn't <laughs> want to hit his head on the ceiling as he goes down, <laughs> and he so he hunches over. But yeah, so it's just it's kind of funny. Yeah, it really works well. It's just that's kind of you know the the things I like about B movies where it's just fun people like like oh how can we do this we don't have fucking stairs We're like fuck it let's just do the thing where you do behind the couch to m- make a joke <laughs> and it works it's just fun you know compromises and things yeah yeah we don't need all these tools we can just do it with the fucking whatever we got yeah. I like it. Yeah, it was a, just a fun little simple adventure of yeah. running around and chopping up bizarre monsters and robots and Oh, I did I did love the scene where there's like the scene where they go out into this big kind of open area hallway and it's like they're gonna face off against the two robot uh, guards yes. and they just all charge and the guards just look at each other and just like run and they run away yeah. <laughs> and then it like cuts back to like the villains and their little switchboard and yeah and they're like oh it's like well what if the other it's like we've got more security roles or what if they're vanquished as well it's like vanquished they just ran away <laughs> like it's just <laughs> yeah that's it was, good yeah, it's kind of goofy the movie, I th- I feel like, like I wouldn't call it serious, but it's not a comedy. Right. But yet it feels like they understand that it's just fun and yeah, yeah like just... it doesn't take itself seriously. Even I mean, it's played serious, but it's clear that you know they're they're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. and it makes for a fun movie. Yeah. And it's only like seventy something minutes. So yeah, yeah. I was it really thinking blows by. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be longer, and then it, like I'm like, oh, well, it's it's not that long. <clears throat> no, and it's about it. You know, it's, it's it's how long it should be. Yeah, it it, it works. <laughs> it's it's good. Do you think it stands up against things? You know, the great barbarian films of Conan, <laughs> <laughs> of Arnold. <laughs> well, I don't think it's gonna stand up to Arnold, but <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. I think uh, I think the even like the music did a good job of setting the atmosphere and yeah. Well, that's interesting because the the music it's it's very minimalist. It is, but it's also stolen from other Empire movies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, a common Charles Band thing to do. Yeah. Um, the music on IMDb, it only lists music from Laser Blast, mm. but I recognized music from. There's another early Empire movie called The Alchemist that has really good music, and I noticed there's specifically like a little piece of that here and there. I don't remember where the main theme is boom boom dong dong <laughs> boom dong 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 it's all like plotting i don't remember yeah. what movie that's from but i don't it's from something it might be laser glass but i don't it's been a long time since i've seen that but i don't remember that movie having that plotting music but i don't know that movie's kind of weird so maybe it does hmm. but i i feel it's from a few 
a few of them. So yeah, yeah but it, it, I think it fits fairly well. Yeah, I mean it. It set the mood, I think, in terms yeah. of just ominous dark lord thing yeah i mean <laughs> yeah especially if you haven't seen those other movies yeah so it just yeah sort of plays. So it just kind of yeah it worked yeah i think it's good it's solid yeah solid little fun fun movie yeah i'd say in the, uh, the land of the b movies this is a pretty good one yeah i would agree and and when i i was you know reviewing through all those you know this is definitely one of those Especially among the wizard video movies, because some of those are just, whew, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> um, this is definitely one of the better ones. I, I feel like, because they released it theatrically in Italy, I feel like it was kind of produced with that in mind like it's gonna be a theatrical movie and then for whatever mm. reason it got thrown onto video only in the u.s but mm. i feel okay. like it's it was sort of made for the screen the big screen the epic yeah saga of the free bots and the air slaves <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the dark lord <laughs> the right. dark one dark lord dark right. one dark one a dark yeah i don't what was it? Now I can't remember. Dark One? Dark Lord? Oh, I, I think it was Dark, Dark One. Was it Dark One? You're going to say Dark Lord? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that. But... I don't uh, fucking know. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm lost. Now I'm, it's gone from my head now. I don't know. I think it's Dark One. Because Dark Lord... <laughs> That's a riveting audio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm tapped. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's it. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, available on Blu-ray now uh, from yeah. Scorpion. Uh, available av- available <laughs> exclusively at RoninFlix.com. Ooh. Um, and apparently wherever the heck MST3K is sold. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the the Mystery Science Theater version is available on regular outlets like Amazon and yeah. iTunes and I all that stuff. I wonder if they even had to cut much of anything out of this. Like, I mean, it's um, a short enough runtime that I don't think they would have had to edit anything out for... Is- yeah, I would say they definitely cut the pleasure chamber out. Well, <laughs> ru- yeah, that that would have been cut out, but runtime wise, there's not runtime. Yeah, it's probably it's, pretty solid. There, there wouldn't have had to be any major omissions for probably not. Yeah, a, yeah, it's a good time to watch it now, where you'd see like, oh, they cut that part out. Yeah, but I would hope that they didn't cut out things like. The fucking worms. The worms yeah. is my favorite. Oof. <laughs> I love it. I could just watch that on repeat. Yeah. I did watch it a couple times, to, to be fair. <laughs> I, I fucking love that shit. Uh, they look so funny. Like, they have the... Have you ever seen what a naked mole rat looks like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got, like, kind of those be, teeth. Yeah, those like... fucking... Those rat teeth. Yeah. I used to be fascinated with the naked mole rat. 
uh, the, those books. We had books at the library about them, like at the kids' library. Yeah. And I would just fucking just look at them and cringe and be like, <laughs> oh, they're so gross. <laughs> and, like, I could feel them fucking crawling on me. <laughs> and I would just sit there and, and look at it and, like, freak myself out because <laughs> I enjoy such things. <laughs> they're so uh. gross looking. Anyway, maybe that's why I like these worms so much. Yeah, maybe. They remind me of the naked mole rat. If you haven't seen naked mole rats, look it up, fellas. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of disturbing. <laughs> yeah, because they're like blinds. So yeah, so they're like, they don't even really have, I mean, they have eyes, but it's like they're closed or... Yeah, I think they're closed eyes. They can't see or maybe yeah. they can only see in the dark or something like that. Yeah, they definitely have this weird... Just squinty, massive teeth. Yeah, just big scraggly, teeth. wrinkly skin. They're, yeah, they're, just they're skin. Freaky, yeah, yeah they're, uh, they're, I can feel them right now. They're fucking, no. Get away. They're going to give me. Whew. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I recommend this movie. I think it's, it's fun yeah. if you like B-movies. And if you don't like B-movies and you're listening to this... <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's uh, surprising. So, yeah, I, I also recommend the other films of Tim Kincaid. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, he made Mutant Hunt and... Oh, what's that other movie? Breeders. That's not a great movie, but it's a movie that I will never forget. <laughs> because... <clears throat> it's it's wild it's really out there but it's a really shitty movie but um he made that what else did he make i don't remember he produced i think necropolis the full moon movie where there's a a lady with total recall has a woman with three breasts necropolis has a woman with six breasts <laughs> <laughs> Just had to outdo it, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll show you, Arnold. I, yeah. <laughs> I outdid your barbarian <laughs> epic, and now I'm going to outdo your If I, if, anyway, if I remember right, Necropolis is before Total Recall as well. Okay. I think that's like 89, and Total Recall is 90. But. Yeah, okay, yeah. So. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I, I am a, a fan of Tim, Kim, Tim Kincaid. He has a, a real kind of odd sense to his movies and they're all kind of uh new york shot lots of uh underground control panels and <laughs> fucking pipes and shit <laughs> that's the other movie the occultist with the uh the guy with the machine gun penis <laughs> <laughs> not a great movie once again but uh um, you know there's always something to enjoy in a tim kincaid movie so <laughs> i guess so <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll uh, call it a day. All right. And say adios. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.